Welcome back to the Rhino Show. I'm Austin. And as always, I'm joined by Danny. How's it going? And we got a lot to talk about this week. You know, we have divorces. We have secret payments. We got more Epstein talk, I guess. So let's start with Crowder because this guy is a head case. I mean, a lot of people like him. I was never a huge fan of Crowder. Uh, never watched his content, never watched his show. Never really liked the guy. Not for any particular reason. Just wasn't my guy. Um, but he stooped to a new low recently. He is now airing his divorce publicly for everyone to hear, which is never a good thing. Um, but this isn't his first time because Crowder has a history of airing his dirty laundry, as some people would say. If you think back not too long ago, what did Crowder do that was so public? He aired a phone call between him and the Daily Wire in, in Boring. So Steven Crowder already has a history of making things public that don't need to be public. So this conversation with his wife is no different, but it's very surprising at the same time. Danny, what are your thoughts on Crowder leak, leaking information about his divorce? Yeah, I mean, it's no one's business, but him and his wife, um, I think he's just trying to become relevant again or stay in the news. I don't know what the, the purpose of it would be. Maybe because he knows he was in the wrong and eventually it would get leaked or come out. So he's trying to get ahead of it and play as the victim. Um, but from everything I saw, it, it doesn't look too pretty on his end. Yeah, it, it just makes you wonder what is wrong with the guy? Like what happened to him? He used to seem normal, but rational people don't act in this behavior. Like, Nobody. We shouldn't be sitting here talking about this guy's divorce, but he made it public. Like This shouldn't be any newsworthy topic, but it's a current trend with the guy himself. So now we have to ask the question, is he all right? Like, What in his mind is making him think this is okay? Because his behavior has changed. No friend would ever record another friend's phone call. No, no husband should leak or, or should spread information about his divorce. Publicly, especially when you have a platform like that, this isn't telling your friend. This is telling everybody information that nobody needs to know besides you two. So Crowder, I think he's got some anger issues, though, and I think that's what we need to talk about. I, I think Crowder is mentally unstable because I saw reports, and I'm not going to say that he has, but I saw reports that he has threatened his wife before. Allegedly. Yes. And that right there is a huge red flag. You know what I mean? As conservatives, as Christians, we, we shouldn't be supporting somebody like this. It doesn't matter what he says if his actions don't back up. You know, a lot of people are like, well, I like their message and I don't care about the person. Well, I'm the complete opposite. If you got a good message, great, but it matters about who you are. Like when we're talking about a basketball team or a football team, when you got a star player, when you got LeBron James, when you got Tom Brady, when you got that star, yeah, it's great because you're going to be winning. But it matters about who they are off the court. If they're a thug, if they're a criminal, I don't want them on my team because I want that stand-up player. I want somebody that's going to represent our city well. Just because they're a great player doesn't mean I want them. Just because Crowder might say the right things doesn't mean I want him representing us. You know what I mean? Like We got to look at the bigger picture, and the person that's saying the message matters more than the actual message. But, uh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, we he's definitely kind of check himself because 
something's changed. I mean, he was smoking near his pregnant wife as well. Like, that's low life stuff right there. I mean, that part of it, I mean, he was smoking a cigar outside, so I, I'd give him a pass on that. Like, there's no shot she would be affected by that um, outside smoking a cigar. But it's mainly, I, I people took offense to that. I think that's just more overreacting. Um, but the main part was just, like, his attitude and the way he was, like, talking down to her and ordering her to do stuff was just, like, crazy. I think if it was a a um lone incident i don't I, I think if it was just one thing that happened then we could look over it but when I, when I see a trend of him acting in ways that don't seem like he really cares in ways that that seem like he's not maybe the uh figure that he should be for his household that that's why i'm bringing this up because it's not just one incident it's the alleged you know um physical altercations and stuff it's it's the clear anger issues it's the clear um, distrust in everybody where he's got to leak everything to the media. You know what I mean? It's just all these things added up is why I'm bringing it up. Um, but uh, yeah, Crowder, as he seems to be going downhill here recently, and I, I know Candace Owens, somebody I also really don't find. You know, I I used to like Candace Owens. Um, I don't know where I stand right now, but uh, she was getting in on this, and then she was getting hate for talking about it, which. At the same time, early on, I don't know why we were talking about it. To be honest, we have no room to talk about this, but that's that's what's trending right now, so that's why we're talking about it. Um, it's like people's personal lives we should just leave alone. You know what I mean? Especially when you are a Candace Owens, when you have that bigger platform, all you're doing is stirring the pot. and We don't know if that pot needs stirred right away. Danny, how, what are your thoughts on this? Yeah, I I mean, I don't know. I think it's just best if he would have kept it to himself to begin with. Um, Candace, I mean, she was, I guess, mad over the Daily Wire beef from the past, and so she still has an issue with him, and that's why she went after him. Um, she was also just, I think, or I'm guessing in her way, just trying to expose him or, like, show, like, everyone, like, who he truly is. Um but yeah, I think it, it would have been best if everyone just let it play out behind the scenes privately rather than uh, bring it into the news. Yeah. Well, unfortunately, we can't do that nowadays because everything's got to be done for clicks. Everything's got to be done for likes and media attention because that's all that matters nowadays. So let's talk about this next guy that really likes clicks and really likes attention because he flies all over the country and then to other countries just for people to see his face. Ron DeSantis. So I know I had some people in, in the chat last week saying, oh, well, I like your show until you start talking trash about DeSantis. Well, guess what? If you don't want to hear it, now's your chance to leave. I'm giving you a heads up because we're not big DeSantis simps here. We can acknowledge he's done a few good things as governor and then also acknowledge that we don't want him anywhere near the White House. So that DeSantis bashing may start now. So if you are vulnerable, your feelings may get hurt, leave now. I gave you a warning. Okay, Danny. So DeSantis, he's running ads. Tell us a little bit more about these and what's going on with the DeSantis camp. Yeah, well, I, I'd say he, I'd say he's done uh, a lot of great things as governor. He should stay governor. Um, he is, yeah, he's he's a good governor, but uh, he's overstepping recently. And uh, recently, during the NFL draft, which was this past uh, weekend, he was running 
ads for himself on ESPN, which is owned by Disney. So he made a big fuss about like having Disney start to pay up and getting rid of their like special tax exemption and all that. But then he's literally paying Disney to run his ads on their network. So, I mean, he, I mean, that's kind of just all talk. Um, yeah, literally in the media is bashing them and then literally starts paying the people you're bashing is uh, a new low. Um, yeah, I've never really seen that before. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. What do you think about it? Yeah, I think DeSantis is a little bit a hip, little hypocritical here. Um, he says he wants to take on Disney, and then he pays Disney for their advertisement. DeSantis says he beat Disney, and if you actually look at what happened, Disney kind of rolled right over DeSantis in Florida. Um, so DeSantis is all he, talk. So, I don't know. It seems like he's all about himself, which uh, also is uh, very sanctimonious. So I is. see where Trump got it from. Yeah, it's, it's one of those things like, yes, I can give him credit for being a good governor in his first term. He did a lot of good things, and he did some things that were questionable. But now he's a part-time governor, and some people don't want to realize that. When your governor is flying across the country, when your governor is flying across or flying to other countries and not helping his people out, but then, don't worry, he's putting advertisements up on ESPN. There's a problem here. And if you don't want to admit that he's a part-time governor, that's on you. But he is not doing his job to his fullest capabilities. He's letting the state of Florida down compared to where he was. We can't say that, that DeSantis is the governor he was a year ago. He's not. His focus isn't on Florida. It's on his White House bit. It's on himself now. So the people that are these DeSantis simps, these, these um, swamp creatures, these, these rhinos... Republicans in name only, not rhinos like you see above. Okay, there's a difference. That's why we're named this. There's a difference. It's supposed to be funny. haha ha joke. Um, but yeah, you, DeSantis has proven that he's all about himself. And it's no different now because apparently he's paying people. Uh, Danny, you want to touch on this? Yeah, there was a, uh, like a live feed on Twitter, Twitter spaces, and Ian Miles Chong claim or said DeSantis was paying him too and then he backtracked after and said he was just joking he may have been I don't know but uh he's a big uh big time name on Twitter he's been retweeted and commented on uh by Elon Musk multiple times and other people um but yeah, he's a interesting character and he's one of the biggest uh DeSantis out there um and let's just say he's had a questionable past if you want to see uh, see his tweets right here. Yeah, yeah. These these tweets are something. I mean, you can read these for yourself. Um, he had Miles Chong right here, ladies and gentlemen. That that's who he is. Yeah, I would say uh, he's uh, yeah, not not the greatest of guys. Um, so for him to now claim, oh, he was just joking. He may have been, but I mean, this it's clear this guy's uh deranged and uh yeah just crazy and you said that he doesn't even live in america correct yeah he lives in malaysia but he spends like all of his time tweeting about american politics on twitter and is big time supporter of desantis and gets a bunch of people following him and a bunch of 
likes from DeSantis supporters, except he doesn't even live in America. So it's another thing, like, why is he even commenting on American politics? Like, or why is he promoting a political figure in America if he's all the way across the world in another country, you know? Yeah, this is another one of those guys where, like I just said, the message might be good at some points, but the person behind it doesn't seem to be the greatest. So take a look at who's spreading the message before you sit there and be like, oh, this guy's spreading a great message. Look at the, you know, who's sending the message. And this guy somehow always finds a way onto my Twitter. I don't follow this guy. And yet I see his tweets every day. Twitter, I don't know what you're doing. Please get this guy off my page. I don't want to see his tweets. Uh, I don't like his tweets. The algorithm should not be popping up. Um, but this guy's all over, and it's no wonder that if, if DeSantis is paying him, it's the right guy to pay because apparently everybody sees this guy on Twitter. You don't have to follow him. He just pops up. Something in that algorithm there. Don't know what it is, but he's all over the place. But um, also I want to touch on there was rumors of – can't confirm this, but DeSantis – paying Daily Wire hosts recently would not surprise me because if you look at all the Daily Wire hosts, not all of them, let me backtrack, most of the Daily Wire hosts, they started out making a career by supporting Trump. Now if you look at a lot of Daily Wire hosts, we are now seeing the DeSantis push. It's not surprising. You got to follow the money and that's all you need to know. So just be careful who you get your news from because a lot of people are balling. I know Matt Walsh. I know Matt Walsh uh, follows DeSantis heavily. I haven't really seen uh, Candace pushing DeSantis um, or anything like that. Um, so, yeah, I think she's kind of been staying out of Trump DeSantis for now and trying to let it play out. Um, but guys like Ben Shapiro, uh, Matt Walsh, um, what's the one guy's name? Ruben is the last name, the gay guy. He's yeah. another interesting character. Um, <laughs> yes, he is. Yeah. Yeah. Those, all those type of guys. Um, yeah. They sure suddenly love DeSantis now. So it just begs the question, why? Like, what is their, what is their end goal or what is their motive? Because there's no way they honestly believe that DeSantis is a better option for America. They, if they do, they're just idiots then. Cause they don't see the big picture. Um, so yeah, I just I don't know what what their goal is or uh, what's going on there. Yeah. So well, from one sellout, you know, one guy that loves promoting whatever, you know, as long as he gets paid, Ian Miles Chong, to uh, Harry, you know, the TikToker, like that that gay looking guy that you see, that typical Democrat, I believe is his name, dude. You're scrolling on your for you page, follow no Democrats, no liberals. This guy will pop up. And you can't help but laugh because his takes are downright awful. And the guy that tracks all tries to act all tough when he sits in conversation because they'll have three of his, his people on there and they'll have that one conservative on there and they'll try to debate. It's like nothing he says makes any sense. At one point, we were all almost 100% sure that he was satire because nothing he said any rational person would say. You know? And it's just been shown on twitter now that uh harry is paid for so danny what are your thoughts on typical democrat being bought i mean it's typical uh it is there's there's no way that uh 
there's someone that actually supports Joe Biden unless they're being paid to support Joe Biden. Um, that just further proves proves the point. I mean, it, supporting Joe Biden for free is I don't think it, there's any out there. They have to all be they're either all all of his supporters are either dead people or paid operatives. So, yeah, that's what we're working with. Yeah. And Harry's the type of guy who let me just let everybody know Harry's a white guy. And Harry will blame white people for everything. But that's not it. Harry will also push the narrative of, hey, you, he's, he's 100% for abortion. So he's like, oh, well, you're trying to take women's, women's rights at the same time. So Harry's that type of guy to blame white people for everything, to blame anyone that's pro-life for taking away women's rights. And everything, and I mean everything is Donald Trump's fault. You can't see a video where he doesn't mention Donald Trump. Donald Trump, Donald Trump. There's a contemplation out there. And I'm telling you, this guy literally had like a five-minute video from videos in like a month of him just saying Donald Trump because every video he's had to say his name about 12 times just to, just to get his clicks because if he doesn't mention Donald Trump and if it's not Orange Man bad, Harry is irrelevant. So... I mean, it just, it's just, yeah, it's I think not a shock. Trump derangement syndrome. Yeah, I think Trump derangement syndrome was named after him. Like, th that's all he can say because he has no actual talking point. So all he can say is Trump's name. And then uh, all the people that think Orange Man bad, then suddenly just start their programming just reboots and starts up again. They all just start saying, oh, Orange Man, Orange Man bad, Orange Man bad. Like, they're programmed. <laughs> idiots he literally has no takes other than just saying trump's name yeah it's it, it's awful and like i said we always knew he was satire or something was up we knew there was no way he could believe his awful takes but now it just proved now it was just shown that he's making a profit from his agency which is now funded by the dnc so harry is just doing you know biden's work out here he's just spitting the talking points out and it's a shame because I'd actually like to see one one liberal Democrat actually have their own talking points for once. But no, they can't. They're not intelligent enough. It's a shame. Yeah. So if you go on the Federal Election Commission's website, FEC, you can see this company called Media's Touch is actually paying Harry. Um, you can see it right there. Um, and about this company, if you could read along too, uh, it says since their inception – They've amassed uh, an engaged Twitter army of hundreds of thousands of followers, garnered over one billion online impressions, and helped the Democrats win the presidential election and the Georgia runoffs. They're just a mouthpiece of the DNC. They're paid operatives, and there it is on the FEC's website of uh, the spender to reci recipient payment uh, to Harry Sisson, or however he pronounced his last name. Who gives a damn? <laughs> Honestly. So that's enough of Harry. That's way too much time. We should never brought him up on this podcast, but he's in some trouble now, so we had to. Um, let's talk about somebody else. Let's talk about Epstein. That's a name, right? So, Danny, I know you were doing a little bit of digging in this. What's up with this Epstein leak or this, this calendar? Yeah, they showed like a, his calendar got released um, today, actually on april 30th and it showed that he had several meetings um with multiple different people one of them 
I was one of the spokesper one of the spokespeople uh, for the Obama administration. Um, he met with her multiple times. And let me tell you, all of these meetings occurred after he was already convicted of being like a sexual predator and like a, like a felon and all that stuff. So it's not like they didn't know yet. It was as clear as day. But uh, the biggest person he met with was uh, the current CIA director. He uh, had multiple meetings with. So uh, that begs the question, why is the CIA director meeting with uh, Jeffrey Epstein multiple times? Um, is Jeffrey Epstein working for the CIA? Or is uh, does he have dirt on the CIA? Um, yeah, it opens up a bunch of questions. Uh, there's been many theories that he's uh, either like a CIA operative or um, like an Israeli operative. Um, that's another theory. So yeah, this though just opens up everything to question what the hell is going on. Yeah. If you know me, you know I love my, myself some conspiracy theories. So let's just put a smile on my face this conversation. So first of all, let's talk about the CIA director. He wasn't the CIA director at the time, but he is currently. Don't you think after having a few meetings with Epstein, it might be like, hey, this guy isn't the best fit for CIA director? Don't you think that would raise some red flags in a rational society, you know, if our government fu functioned properly? I think. Yeah, at the time, uh, he was the deputy secretary of state. And now, under the Biden regime, he's the CIA director. So, typical Biden regime. Uh, I mean, Biden's a pedophile himself too. So that whole family, they are they are pedophiles. They hire people that associate with pedophiles. Fits the profile. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's no surprise he's CIA director because the Biden family, the elitist in the White House and the government, they like Epstein. They like what he did on his island. Why do you think they went there so many times? They're all in on this, and they're gonna they're gonna support their own. They're gonna protect their own. Oh, you need a job? Oh, you're one of our Epstein buddies. Here's your job. Here, you could be CIA director. You know what I mean? Like, they're always going to watch out for their own. And nothing will ever happen from it because we'll keep promoting these pedophiles to any high-ranking position possible. And you wonder why our country is the way it is. Yeah, the whole Epstein scenario is crazy. I know a couple weeks ago, uh, Tucker was talking about on his show, he reached out to the CIA and the FBI to try and get the 911 recordings from the jail cell the night that Epstein killed himself, so to say, when he was murdered. Um, and the FBI came back and said that uh, those tapes don't exist. So somehow they just, they disappeared. They're, they're gone, which is very uh, coincidental, just like the guards all suddenly falling asleep, all the cameras turning off, um, all the prisoners themselves getting transferred all over the country so they can't talk about it if they did see anything um yeah the whole thing of course uh is just a, a joke corruption i mean he think about this tucker literally asked the cia and the fbi about jeffrey epstein and the head of the cia who he asked it just came out two weeks after the fact was the guy who was meeting with jeffrey epstein so of course he's he's gonna say no, these don't exist because he'd be implicating himself. <laughs> so it's just a big circle of corruption. Drain the swamp, right? Is that all we can say here? Yeah. 
But yeah, I mean, like I said, I'm a conspiracy theory myself, and I'm going to leave everybody with this. Epstein isn't dead. Now moving on. Tucker. Yeah, Tucker got fired. Well, let go. Well, whatever we want to call it now because it switches every day. Um, Apparently, one day he didn't know he was getting released till 10 days before. And then the next time we know he's celebrating with pizza, you know, whatever. However we want to believe it, the story isn't out. But uh, Tucker's gone. What's next for Tucker? Now you may ask. Um, well, he released a Twitter video and got an insane amount of views on it, more than his Fox show has ever gotten. So I think Tucker's going to do just fine. And you know what's next? Tucker better not. As I stated on a podcast earlier this week, exclusive on Rumble, go check it out. Tucker better not find his way onto any cable news. He better not find his way on Newsmax. He better not find his way onto OAN. Because, number one, nobody watches those channels. And at number two, if he wanted to be controlled, he would have just kept the muzzle on at Fox News. So it makes no sense for Tucker to stay on the TV. He needs to start up his... In my opinion, what's best for him is to do what Bongino just did. Start up his own Rumble show. People would tune in. Bongino just got a million views in his first episode on Rumble. I'm telling you, if Tucker starts his own primetime show on Rumble, people will tune in at higher numbers than they did on Fox. Because people want the truth, and he wasn't able to actually state the truth on a lot of topics because Fox News held him back. Danny, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I think he needs to do what Tim Cast does and do like a live stream show uh, where he can bring on guests and talk with guests live. And he can do it on YouTube and Rumble and all of them at the same time because YouTube probably will take it down pretty quickly. Yeah, YouTube's um, gay. We're still banned here. Depending on what he talks about. Uh, but yeah, that he should follow uh, the Tim Cast model. And I think uh, he'd have no muzzle anymore and he'd be able to reach a wide variety of people. Um, and mainly uh, Gen Z people because they're the ones on YouTube and Rumble. Um, his older viewers, I don't know, they may have to have a grand uh, grandkid show them how to, how to access the show Watch or something. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I've heard Kevin, Kevin's like that. We, you may have to teach Kevin how to do it, but yeah, uh, we might have to get Tucker. Uh, Tucker to go into MySpace for him. Yeah. But, or, uh, AOL. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think, uh, he'll definitely reach, uh, a broader audience and an audience that he hasn't reached mainly before. Um, yeah. so yeah, I think it's a win-win scenario all around if he does decide to do that. Yeah, well, it's not a win for Fox News because their viewership tanked big time because people have had enough of Fox News. And like I said, Tucker isn't the first one. I mean, they, Bongino got let go, fired, whatever we want to call it. Um, he was gone within the same week. So they lost two of their biggest names on their show, two of the names that people actually trusted. Um, you don't have a lot of people over at Fox News that people actually like, that people actually trust. I mean, you trust Hannity? No, I don't. Hannity is a swamp creature. You like Ingram? I really don't. Um, who they got? Jesse Waters? He says a few smart I, things here and there, but that's I, not someone I'm too Jesse Waters is, uh Jesse Waters and Greg Gutfeld are both pretty good. Um, I think those are the only two left. Um, Greg Gutfeld basically gets like all of their remaining ratings. Um, so, I mean, he's got like the number one late night show or whatever. So if they were to fire him, they'd literally, uh, tank to nothing. Um, but I expect Jesse Waters to go and probably Greg Gutfeld to stay there. Um, just cause he's keeping the entire network up right now. But yeah, there's only about two good ones left. 
Yeah, I'd say Jesse Waters probably will be next. I don't know if that'll be a soon thing or down the road, but I, I'd see Jesse Waters being the next to go because he's somebody that doesn't like to be quiet either. But Greg Gutfeld, the only reason, let's be real here, the guy's comedy. He's funny. He does a good job, but he's comedy. Um, so I don't think Fox has a problem with that because he says things in a way that people don't get too mad about. Um, but who's filling Tucker's shoes for this next week? That Apparently this whole week is Lawrence Jones, which is very funny because Lawrence Jones was one of the first supporters of Bubba Wallace and the whole noose situation when it was a garage door pool. Yeah. Lawrence Jones. What a guy. This is the guy we're filling prime time slot with Tucker Carlson. We're going to fill his shoes with Lawrence Jones. What? Excuse me. Well, before that it was Brian, before that it was Brian Kilmeade. Who's even worse. Um, Brian Kilmeade is, a joke. Remember, you may have uh, seen that viral video of Brian Kilmeade when he went to that diner in Florida. Remember, and he was asking all these uh, people, Trump or DeSantis, and every single one of them said Trump. And it was in Florida, and he was freaking out and trying to find one person. He walked up to one person wearing a DeSantis shirt for governor and asked her, and she still said Trump. And <laughs> he just cut the feed on Fox. I mean, he's yeah. a Paul Ryan activists uh paul ryan's running fox news now so it figures that every single one of those people uh are basically going to be uh rhino mouthpieces yeah and i mean brian Kilmeade. it's no shocker i mean this is the guy that still wears the ukraine pin on his jacket almost every day yeah some days no american pin just a ukrainian pin it's like dude you love that country so much leave go over there stay there because we don't want to hear your voice you're on fox for like three hours a day on the radio you're on there for like three hours in the morning, and then you got a primetime show on the weekends. It's like, dude, we don't need you. We don't want you, and we never want to see your face. Like, you you are literally the opposite of what we want to see. But don't worry. Like you said, Paul Ryan will push him onto everything, and it, it's just a shame what that network has come to because at one point you had actually conservatives that were allowed to speak, and now the further we get to the present day and now in the future, you're going to see less and less. Until there's none left. There's no one there saying anything that represents us. Tucker was like the last straw. We have a few conservatives left, but none at that at that um height that Tucker was at. So it, it Fox News is a sinking ship that just finally needs to sink. I'm gonna be honest, because I, I don't give a damn about Fox News. I think it'd be better if they actually did go off the air because that way all your grandparents that sit there and tune into Fox News to hear these these uh, Paul Ryan takes and be like, well, I got to find my news somewhere else. And then they'd finally discover what Rumble is, you know? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. So, Danny, what, what do you think happens to Fox News? Do you, do you think they uh, find that 8 o'clock primetime slot? Do you think they keep it with Lawrence Jones? What do you think happens there? I mean, for the sake of the network, they better not keep it with Lawrence Jones. But, but at this point, I really don't give a damn what they do. Um, I mean, they, they screw themselves. Uh, they deserve what's coming to them. Um, so, yeah, I don't really give a damn. Fox, you screwed yourselves. This is all on you. You had the number one network, and uh, you brought it down yourselves. No one to blame but, but themselves. So, yeah, good all job, right. Rupert Murdoch. Great job. You, you killed the network, so great job. I'll tell you what. Monday is when the news came out. I tuned in five minutes for Tucker's normal show just to see who they'd have on there. And then turned it off and it hasn't been on since because Fox News is dead to me. So let's just wait for that to keep going down. I'll get my updates on Twitter. See who's fired next. See whose shows are pulling absolute no viewers. 
But uh, it's a rough future for Fox News, to say the least. So with that being said, I have an interest, interesting uh, statement to make here. As I mentioned earlier, uh, I will be doing some solo podcasts here and there because like last week, uh, our podcasts are pre-recorded on Sunday nights. As everyone knows, they release Monday nights, sometimes Tuesday nights. The Monday news cycle is vicious. Everything we talk about Sunday night means nothing Monday night anymore. Hardly at all. Because you'll have that breaking news at Monday. Last week it was Tucker. So follow our Rumble channel for exclusive podcasts found there. And I also have an interview this week. So make sure you're following our Rumble and our Spotify page to see this interview. Especially if you have kids or if you have grandkids. This is going to be an important interview that you will not want to miss. But until then... Wednesday is when it will come out. Until then, I guess we'll see you all next week.